Hello everyone and welcome to a very exciting Game Reactor Quick Look because what we're looking at today is actually the promise of something rather than it's the actual results of something really improving on your daily tech life. Well, what I'm actually talking about here is the Wi-Fi 6E standard. The Wi-Fi 6E standard is something that is gradually rolling out in countries across the globe. And essentially it is the Wi-Fi standard, the, the, the certification standard, um, which gave name to the term Wi-Fi and which has increased speeds and coverage and uh, bands available for networking in a range of different uh, uh, updates over the course of past decades or uh, inclined to say the last decade. Um, so they rolled out the Wi-Fi 6 standard, opening up a dual layer 5 gigahertz band, 5 gigahertz low band and 5 gigahertz uh, high band, which essentially gave birth to tri-band networking. That was something that then individual countries then had to adopt and free up the necessary bands to sell the products and then the manufacturers had to actually start selling the product. So it's a very gradual kind of process. What I can say is that in Norway, for instance, not too long from here, the Wi-Fi 6E standard has already been adopted, implemented, opened up, and products are openly sold there. And it is something that we're expecting to happen here in Denmark since the standard was certified and gradually kickstarted back in early December, so around a month ago. Um, so that's good. Wi-Fi 6E in general is actually um, something which opens us up from tri-band to quad-band, meaning that you have 2.4 gigahertz, you know, slow, like broad wavelength, but also can penetrate objects more easily and have a wider coverage area. Then you have high and low band 5 gigahertz, which essentially is higher speed, high velocity, but uh, smaller bandwidth, meaning that it can't penetrate objects or give you the same coverage but it performs in higher speed tests. And if you have a mesh network like the one that I'm about to talk to here, which can swap you in and out between these bands as you move throughout your house so that you're using different units, well, then you'll get the best possible Wi-Fi for your device and based on your location at all times. Well, we thought that if you thought tri-band was pretty neat, well, how about quad-band? Because with Wi-Fi 6E, we're opening up to six gigahertz as well. And of course, the same kind of standard and rules apply. That means higher speeds, worse penetration rates and coverage rates. But that also means that there are just more for you to be swapped around with when you are actually, again, moving about using different units. So you might in future be using a six gigahertz band on your console or your phone or your smart TV or whatever to get the best possible streaming quality without any hiccups or slowdowns or whatever. And then you might move to 2.4 gigahertz if you're using like an old smart home standard or something like that, something that doesn't require high amounts of bandwidth. So Wi-Fi 6E is almost here. It is here in some cases, but it's mostly going to be getting there over the next year. But if you want to kickstart this Wi-Fi revolution, well, I have something quite extraordinary for you. This is Netgear's new like high luxury Orbi mesh network, more specifically called the RBKE, usually the last Wi-Fi 6 one that we reviewed, I think last year was called the RBK 853. Um, and this is called the RBKE Wi-Fi 6E 963. So it is essentially just a generational leap for the Orbi series. 
we've gone from Wi-Fi 6 to Wi-Fi 6E, meaning that this, I think, is the world's first like readily available and sold quad band Wi-Fi e 6E mesh. So as I said, this supports 2.4, 5 gigahertz low and high, and 6 gigahertz, and can support up to 16 simultaneous Wi-Fi streams at the same time. There is also a bunch of big additions made to the series um, and some things that remain the same, but which I'm actually very happy about. So let's start with hardware. It's gone through a slight redesign this year. I've just pulled out the router, uh, router unit from this box. In the big box that you pay a lot of money for, we'll go through that in the text-based review, you get this router and two satellites for coverage. But again, you can pretty much swap them out as you want. You can get the standard router. I don't know why you would want that in a mesh network, but you can also get it with one satellite and save quite a lot of money. But you can also just get two. Um, gone through a slight redesign this chrome like finish on the bottom plastics has been kind of pushed up and the matte white finish on these uh, panels here front and back just feel a little more high quality now it's also quite a lot heavier so it kind of feels like a quality item now i know rooters never have kind of kind of appealed to the sort of the luxury Apple-esque nature in us, but like we often say with Arlo security cameras, I just think they nail the aesthetics in a kind of way so that while you don't, don't want to showcase this as a status symbol, I think that would be taking it too far. I don't think people need to hide this away. I don't think it's that ugly. There's also added uh, um, uh, perforation for extra cooling. And on the back here, we have really good news. So this little uh, uh, internet port here supports up to 10 gigabit, which is really cool. So you're gonna have to have a lot of traffic coming in through the wall for your fiber connection if, you're if you are to fill out that uh, specification. Um, we also have um, 2.5 gigabit ethernet port. That means one really high speed port. If you have something that needs to be like really wired and really fast with no slowdowns, I mean, 2.5 gigabit is really, is really something. And then the, the last couple of uh, ports here is actually one gigabits per second. So also really fast if you want to wire anything. And I should be said, while I don't want to drag on all the satellites out the box, each unit has the same amount of ports, not the 10 gig one, because usually that comes in from the wall and the satellites don't need that. They they um, um, connect wirelessly to this unit themselves. So, But they have both the 2.5 and the three one ports. That is really cool. Apart from that, in the software, there is obviously not the software, but there's a lot of possibilities here, which is made possible by Wi-Fi 6E. So for one, it has a dedicated Wi-Fi 6 backhaul, meaning that the communication between the router and the satellites has no discernible delay at all, meaning that it should blanket your home in Wi-Fi, solid Wi-Fi coverage, where you don't necessarily notice that it's a satellite covering the unit that you're using, rather than the router itself, like the main thing. Um, there is also the double the bandwidth in the in just the six gigahertz band than there is in the five gigahertz band. So you should see if your unit supports it, some really, really strong coverage rates and speeds on those devices. But then, as I said, that's kind of gonna kind of come in over the next couple of years, more Wi-Fi 6E enabled devices. So again, that's something that can be sound a bit vague now, but you know, just bear with me. It is theoretical, but it's also really practically easy to 
prove. It's just something that's going to happen gradually rather than right now. Um, but then again, Netgear has also continued a lot of the stuff that has made their devices great over the years. So that basically means that you can support separate home networks. You can make different networks, not just you know a guest network that you have um, for a short amount of time. You can make four home networks um, if that's what you want. Um, all of the ports, as I said, is great. The Orbi app is the same, but that's actually remained one of the strongest impressions that the Orbi setup has left on me over the years because it is, I think, the perfect combination of something that's advanced enough to adhere to all my needs, but something that my girlfriend can very easily understand and put together a guest network, for instance, for an afternoon if we have someone coming over. That is really cool, like a really perfect blend of understandable aesthetics and sort of advanced feature parameter control. Really cool. We also get new WP3 uh, security protocols, 128-bit encryption. There's just a lot of stuff to look forward to. But the main reason why I'm sitting here and holding this router and having this box here is because that I can't actually show you the benefit of Wi-Fi 6E in a discernible, practical way yet. We simply just have to wait until we have the amount of devices to really activate each and every band. And, well, basically just having it set up and just really, really hammer home the point that this is working as intended. So for all of that, stay tuned to Game Reactor, obviously, but at this point in time, we're also uh, preparing a little bit of a pre-briefing article where we explain some of the benefits of Wi-Fi 6E, why it may not be relevant just yet, but also why this product in particular is the way to experience Wi-Fi 6E if you get around to do it. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.